0: I want people to suffer. I don't want to break them. I want to bend them. In doing that, you rewire the brain.
1: Have you ever done a Spartan race, Timmy? Mean, I've never done a Spartan race. I want to. Well, which one would you do? They got all different, like lengths and and obstacles. And which one would you do? I'll probably. I think they have a. Uh... I think they have a 5K that's like their baby one. Yeah, i want to do the baby one. I'll start with the baby one. You're going to do the Spartan one. baby Spartan one. Baby. That's what you're going to do? Yeah, okay, it works. It. The Spartan race is a series of obstacle races. They're held in the U.S., franchised in 30 countries, Canada, South Korea, Australia, all across Europe. Uh, they were founded by a dude named Joe DeSena. In 2000, Joe was stranded on a 350-mile race through the wilderness, uh, and uh, according to him, became a, a life-or-death situation. And discerning between uh, difficult and desperate, Uh, it inspired him to make his own endurance races called the Spartan Race. Joe's been an entrepreneur from a young age, led to a career on Wall Street, multi-time author, books like Spartan Up, A Take No Prisoner's Guide to Overcoming Obstacles, and Achieving Peak Performance in Life. Also has another cool podcast to add to your list called Spartan Up, and he's the host of a new show on CNBC called No Retreat. Business Bootcamp. I want to talk to Joe because he's a business owner. He started a business that prides itself on competition and challenge and pushing through. You could say it's a gritty business. So I want to talk to Joe a little bit about his journey, how he started the company and how they think about the concept of competition and struggle and what we can all learn about it today as we think about the future of work. Let's bring it in. Joe, kicking off,
2: what made you start Spartan?
0: I started Spartan because I watched my mom at a young age. Um, She got into yoga and meditation in the 70s before it was cool, before there was a yoga magazine um, or even a Lululemon, right? And she convinced people to do this thing that they had no idea what it was and they transformed they had a better life, they found more purpose, they found more resilience. Um, She then introduced me to a 3100 mile run around a one mile loop in Queens, New York. And then that opened my mind up to um, all kinds of crazy stuff. And and I found racing and pushing myself to ridiculous physical and mental limits um, was rewarding. And then I wanted to do it for the rest of the world. Uh, I thought maybe there'd be 50,000 people around the world that would do stuff like this climb a mountain trek across a country um, do the I did a rod whatever whatever it was I was I was attempting to do I thought maybe there were 50,000 people it turns out we've had 10 million people graduate now Wow what what have you learned about the concept
2: of resilience and challenge uh, you know by watching 10,000 folks graduate 10 million 10 million excuse me
0: um, we all quit before we should, um, we are wired to do less, not more. Our brains, uh, don't want us to expend the energy, our legacy brains, our legacy hardware and software. And so we're constantly being held back like a governor on a, you know, on a car. And, um, we've gotta, we've gotta know that if we know that and, we're not going to die, right? Except the fact you're not going to die. You're not going to melt if you run out in the rain or you're not going to freeze to death if you take a cold shower. Uh, you won't starve to death if you don't eat for a day. But So if you if you know that your brain is telling you not to get uncomfortable, your brain is holding you back <clears throat> and you realize it's not life and death, um, you can go a lot further than you think you can. What's the, um, the issue, what is the,
2: how do you look at like the quit rate or folks that start a race and don't finish What anything interesting in there on the ones that start and don't finish and, and why?
0: Well, here's the most interesting uh, data point is um, almost everybody will say to you, uh, I got to get in shape first before I do it. And the reality is that doesn't work. If you were going to get in shape first before you did it, you would already be in shape, um, but you're not. Uh, you know, 99% of the world isn't, uh, because we don't do the work because of what I said earlier, when you sign up for the race, when you sign up for the class in college, when you sign up for getting married, then all of a sudden you start doing the work. So, um, it was really interesting, um, for us to see the paradox with, um, you know, once they're committed. And, and their friends know about it, oh my God, they stop putting down the cookie, they stop drinking the wine, they start going to bed early, they start waking, everything changes. And, and that's hard for people to get their head around. I was, I was in an Uber yesterday with, with a folk that was, he was a veteran, you know, he was, he was, he was a workout freak for years but he's, he's bigger now, he gained a bunch of weight, he's not feeling his best. And uh, he said it just like everybody says it. Oh, I gotta get in shape and I wanna do that. Not gonna happen. <laughs> Sorry to tell you, you got to sign up first, then you'll get in shape. My, uh, one
2: of my team members, Oliver, uh, saw that we were talking today and was really excited about it. So I said, send me a bunch of questions. Send me a few questions you got from Joe. One of the things he said was, uh, and he signed up and he wanted me to let you know he signed up. He's got a bunch of buddies from Rutgers that are signed up for one of the upcoming races. And he asked, who de- who designs the races? Like, who's the, who's the crazy person out there that's coming up with all of it?
0: Well, I, I wish I could say it was me, um, but it's not. We have an incredible team, an incredible team. If we had one superpower to describe, it would be the ability to put on amazing events and um, and they come up with it. And my only rule is that it's gotta be authentic and real. Um, if, if it's not authentic and it can't be you know, a real obstacle, treating it like a real legitimate sport, then I'm not interested in it. You're not gonna see, an obstacle that says, let's see how many hot dogs you could eat in three minutes. That's not, that's not who we are. So the team, the team's always on brand. They do a great job and, um, you you feel like you literally feel alive when you're out there.
2: You might've just answered it in that answer with authentic and real, but are there any other, uh, things you consider when designing a race when you architected difficulty levels? Or I guess, what are, what are the big keys to consider?
0: Um, I want people to suffer, right? I don't wanna break them, I wanna bend them because that's when you meet yourself. So for example, you may end up coming back through the festival area and it might feel like the end uh, and you have to march right through it and then head up a sand dune that is just like, you wanna shoot yourself. But in doing that, in doing that you rewire the brain And you and you dig you you know get beneath all those layers of helplessness that we've developed in the in the first world in our climate-controlled houses with our Netflix and our couches, um, by by pushing through when it's so easy to stop. I mean, you see your family. You're going right through the festival area. You could smell the food. You hear the music, and we're sending you back up the mountain. So, yeah, I'd like to make the
2: flip now on this one. I could hear everything you're saying and be like, "That makes total sense. It's fitness, it's sport, it's athleticism." But uh, that doesn't apply to my business as a business owner. Like, how do I apply, you know, principles like that to a business to create a world-class workforce and develop my people? What do you say to somebody who maybe, you know, what would you say? Looking for like, what, what is the real application to this beyond? just the race, but to your life and your community and your work.
0: Well, I'll be facetious for a second and say, you're right. Business is so easy. Um, you don't need to do anything hard or practice anything hard. Um, that's obviously ridiculous. Business is a combat sport. Uh, and I'll just, I'll answer your question with a question. Uh, you have an opportunity hypothetically to hire, um, you need 12 people to run your company. Hypothetically, you have an opportunity to hire, um, Four, four, you know, force recon, um, Marines, four Navy SEALs, for Delta Force operators, male or female, uh, they get to join your company or um, the other option is you're going to get a bunch of kids who grew up on Park Avenue. Um, they've never really struggled in their life. Um, but you know, they're good looking, they come from wealthy families, and um, they're going to run your business. Like, I mean, I want, I want the Navy SEALs. I want the Delta Force operators. I feel like I could teach them the, the core competencies within the business. What I can't teach them is, is the thing they have, you know, the grit, the, the resilience, the ability to win under um, extenuating circumstances. So uh, my belief, I've been doing this for 40 plus years, is that business is a combat sport. And um, if you believe that, uh, well, then we better get everybody on the team fucking strong, uh, headstrong, physically strong. We better treat them like Olympians because we're trying to get a gold medal every day. So smoking a bunch of cigars and drinking a bunch of alcohol and hanging out at night and waking up late, like that doesn't seem to make sense for me if we're trying to get a gold medal every day. Um, and we certainly don't want a bunch of quitters on the team, right? They, they should be the type that uh, get going when the going gets tough. You know, they don't just disappear on uh, you. Know, they push through. So... Uh, look, I'm doing this, like I said, a long time. I've had many of the Fortune 100 companies come up to the farm and I put them through hell and the results the results are incredible. They don't make sense. It's hard to connect the dots, but um, the results are incredible.
2: I've been talking to some folks about this concept that the world needs more coaches, not more, you know, quote, managers. Um, how do you get the most out of people as a, as a leader?
0: I would say like the thing I'm looking for when I hire people and the thing I think I have, I don't really have many skills. I'm not that smart, but I, I can motivate people. I can inspire them. I can get them to do things they otherwise wouldn't have done. So, um, so the thing I like to hire, I'm not always successful in this area is people with tremendous energy, energy givers, um, not energy takers. And so um, if you're surrounded by people that are just doers and they, they give energy and uh, we could teach them all the other things. I can't, you know, I don't I don't want to be around folk. Nobody wants to be around folks that are curmudgeons that are um draining your battery. Who wants to be around that? Is there any fa- any popular uh,
2: mantras or quotes that you find yourself constantly coming back to as a leader with your team and with your people that everybody rallies around?
0: one of one of the things I've been saying for, forever is uh it could be worse right because again business is tough we had a tough day we didn't hit our revenue goals we we lost a great employee we weren't looking to lose a competitor opened up across the street could be worse could be living in the ukraine right now we're not yeah dust off put your cleats back on let's go
2: your new show no retreat uh business boot camp what's that all about
0: So it's basically everything we're talking about and um, we're bringing people to the farm and CNBC is filming it and we're trying to showcase this idea that if we put our teams through challenging times, if we put obstacles in front of them and then help them get through them, um, it's better than listening to a podcast. It's better than reading a book. It's better than in some cases going to Harvard Business School. Uh, 95% of companies fail, 95% and they have podcasts, and they have books, and they have Harvard Business School, like Kodak failed, Large, largest brand in the world at the time. So um, businesses are not doing something, and I would argue it's this. And so um, CNBC is showcasing this.
2: That's great. No, I know that a lot of people are excited about it. Um, last question for you, future of work. It's a top theme right now, everybody's, Seems like everywhere you turn, there's a future of work uh, podcast, article, uh, perspective. People, we just got done talking about great resignation, and we're still talking about it, labor shortage. Um, I wanna ask you, what's your, Joe, what's your hope for the future of work?
0: I want people back in an office. I'm, I'm, I'm a, a, an outlier. I know uh, every article that is written that says the office is dead is a great article that sells magazines and newspapers and press because all the employees want to read that. Um, None of us actually want to go to work. I want to, I'd love to stay home in my pajamas every day and and do work. Look how much more productive I am, because I don't have to drive and this and that. Uh, I moved down to Florida, and uh, I'm reinventing our office with every new hire, they're going to be here, they're going to be in the office in Florida, five days a week. Oh, my God, Joe, it sounds terrible. It's amazing. We sit down, for five minutes, we resolve things that otherwise would have been 50 emails. Um, so, the other the other thing is we're human beings, and human beings um, need to be around other human beings. So, do you really want to be in the house alone? Do you want that new employee, that young person, in the house alone? Talk about no connection to the company they work for. Uh, your company becomes a commodity. They just they switch companies every three months because their only connection they have is via Zoom. Um, you wanna build a culture, we gotta get people together in an office. There's way too many things to
2: hide behind right now. You can hide behind Slack, you can hide behind text message, hide behind emails, you know. Um, in person is a little harder.
0: In person's hard and, and, and let's go back to the, to the science, the biology, our brains are wired to avoid work. To, to avoid anything uncomfortable. That's a fact, that's not Joe, crazy Joe saying it. That is a fact, that's what kept us alive as long as it has on the planet. And so, um, well, imagine you were a professor and imagine as the professor of this particular class at Harvard, um, you said, look, as a professor, I'm not gonna come in. The kids, will just do it on their own. They could do it via Zoom.
2: No one would do any work. So. Yeah. Challenging people. It's, you know, so I, I learned how to be the person, the man, the father I am through a lot of coaches who challenged the shit out of me every day. And it was relentless. And but it was and it was hard. And you learn more from the failing than you did from I remember every loss. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> a lot of wins. We had we had a lot of wins in different sports I played. But I remember those challenges and I remember that the coach was there to challenge me.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. You're awesome.
2: Joe, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate it. Last question. Uh, I've never done Spartan Race and I want to. How do I pick, if I'm someone out there, how do I pick a race to be my first?
0: Well, you got to trust me. So let's, let's start with that premise that whoever's listening trusts me. Um, find the race that's closest to you geographically and closest to you date-wise. Close your eyes and sign up. It's that simple. It doesn't matter what the distance is. does not matter. Just sign up and then tell everybody you know you signed up. Try to rope a few friends in. And I promise you, you will start working hard immediately overnight. And you'll get in shape faster than you think you can because the clock is ticking. And you don't want to embarrass yourself. And you want to finish. And you don't want to, quote, unquote, get hurt. Like So it just forces change. Love it. Right. Joe, thanks for making time.
1: So, Jaime, you think that changes your perspective on which race you're going to do? He said, "Do the next one." He didn't say, uh, do the baby one." He said, "Do the next one." Uh, you know what? If if the next one is a baby one, it works out perfectly. For it me. will work out perfectly. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be watching. I'm going to pull up the next one, and we'll see. Uh, okay. We'll see. It'll be one of those <laughs> ultra 100 million, 100 mile ones. Uh, Joe said this. He said, "We all quit before we should." We're wired to do less, not more. Our brains don't want us to expend the energy, so we're constantly held back. I think there's a lot there. I think there's there's something really interesting to explore around the concept of what our potential is. And it makes me think about what the potential is for our workforce today. It makes me think about what the potential is for a business today. It makes me think about what the potential is of each individual person that makes up the workforce. And imagine if every day, The leaders in our communities came to work thinking about how they can employ struggle and challenge effectively, appropriately to bring out the best in their people. Now, I'm not saying uh, go go out there and, and staff up your next retreat to be a Spartan race, although they do do that. And I heard it's pretty cool. But I think it's more around the message of if you create an environment where the people that come to work every day know what to do know how to do it and want to do it nothing is going to get in your way i want to thank joe DeSena for talking to us today and if you haven't already head on over to your local bookstore and pick up any one of joe's books uh, including the one that i just recently read spartan up a take no prisoner's guide to overcoming obstacles and achieving peak performance i uh, catch catch him on cnbc with their new show no retreat business Bootcamp." camp now don't forget to subscribe to bring it in so you never miss an episode got some awesome guests lined up that you're not going to want to miss. Now, back to work.